sleeper must awake. <laughs> yep, magic again. <laughs> no worries. Uh, it's still a, a show about um, the mystics, mystic path or mysticism. I don't like isms, but anyways, you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, so second magician in a row. Uh, so out of four interviews so far, we have two magicians. But actually, mostly two mystics, and I'm just I'm gonna get right back to that. First of all, I, ju I just want to uh, say a quick word about uh, Denis himself, uh, today's guest. What a great being! Uh, very smart, very articulate. Uh, he was very calm, very chill, uh, present, very present and generous of his time knowledge just such a pleasure and i feel uh honored and very very fortunate that he accepted the invitation um yeah so second magician in a row uh two very different uh discussions uh i mean different from the one i've had with uh the also very friendly and uh luminous uh douglas bachelor and I have to say, and I hope this doesn't sound uh, bad in any way to magic practitioners out there, but I, I, I've been twice surprised. I guess as a, as I say in the interview, a kind of a spectator of the magical landscape, <laughs> more than a practitioner, um, I guess I thought that... Magic was kind of a, kind of a a whole bunch of ways of weird and cool ways to interact with uh, uh, concrete reality, which subsequently could open one up to uh, the numinous and you know like mind or consciousness expansion or whatever you call it, whatever you want to call it that. But at the basis, it was more about manifesting. At least that's what I thought, and I realize now by talking um, with two magicians in the in a row that, in fact, uh, serious uh, magical practices are actually focused on revelation uh, in the same way that any other spiritual practice could be. And I think the proof <laughs> of that. Uh, in today's interview is that well maybe you've noticed that a, uh, a question often comes up that I, I can't help but ask my guests uh, is about a question about uh, do entities or dis disincarnate entities have free will and I'm always half expecting you know like magicians to say or maybe hoping <laughs> secretly hoping that magicians will say oh yeah yeah they do have free will and they're like you and me and they have their preferences and and then they change their minds and they have uh personalities and stuff like that and although uh i'm sure 
some of some magicians would would say that we always with the the those two guests we've ended on you know what is free will and uh are we in fact separate from the entities themselves and maybe they're part of us and but also maybe we're part of them so you know uh yeah at one point i'm i'm i said in the interview that uh maybe a magician's answer to the the question of of the the will of entities would be different from uh the answer of a taoist priest and he said maybe not and i said you're right i take that back and well the proof of of uh, that i was wrong about that is that uh, denis gave a very similar answer to the question as uh ian duncan whom i interviewed in episode three who is a taoist priest <laughs> so yeah the search uh keeps going and uh the yeah i mean the The, cr the common ground between all those uh, interviews is fascinating for me to to discover, and maybe actually I'm just real good at at sniffing out mystics <laughs> out of the different packs out there. <laughs> so yeah. So, anyways, a uh, great interview today. I'm I'm rambling and. Uh, I have uh, convoluted ways of asking questions and I'm working on that, but still, uh, still a very good uh, discussion, mainly because of uh, Denis' great knowledge and insight. All right, so uh, just some quick uh, notes before we start. Uh, just a little reminder that I, I hate saying that, but if you're watching this or listening on YouTube, please subscribe. I'm at 13 subscribers right now. And I really, that makes no sense. I mean, not because I'm so great, but the, the guests I've had so far, they deserve more than 13 subscribers. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, I hate those formula, uh, formulaic ways of saying things but subscribe and like whatever your uh, platform you're listening to uh to this on subscribe <laughs> that would be very cool uh also check out the patreon more and more stuff uh going on there uh and you can actually try it for seven days so just uh, remember that uh, that's an option um also just uh quick announce that uh uh tomorrow uh tomorrow sorry next week next week's interview will be with uh, author artist and perennialist james tunney if you're a fan of uh, uh new thinking aloud with jeffrey mishlove you probably uh will have heard of him Um, and by the way, the interview is already recorded and already on Patreon. So it's going to come out uh, officially on all platforms on uh, December 14th. But it's already uh, in its very raw form available on Patreon. So check that out. 
All right, so without further ado, for some reason I have trouble pronouncing that. Uh, here's a quick bio of uh, today's guest. So, Denis Poisson is the host of the very popular Foolish Fish YouTube channel, which content revolves around reviews and previews of books for the modern practicing esotericist and occultist, but also features short lessons designs designed <laughs> to simplify esoteric concepts, introducing new ideas and maps of the spiritual experience. Also, having studied the main world religions, Denis at one point embarked on a career as a teacher of religious religion studies in the southeast of England, where he was employed as a world religions specialist. After 10 years, he relocated with his family to central Poland, where a career change freed up enough spare time and resources to start up the YouTube channel. Additionally, he maintains the enormously successful Foolish Fish Discord chat server with a group of dedicated admins. Denis Poisson's core passion is helping others see past the maps of, and the words and rules and the prescriptions and apprehend firsthand the divine ground of which we are both a part and the whole. <laughs> great bio for a great guy. I hope you enjoy this discussion. The portal has opened. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, I'm going to start by bragging a little. Uh, I'm, I'm probably one of the the, the rare uh, podcasters who can uh, actually pronounce your, your name correctly. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, not going like Dennis Poisson or Poisson. <laughs> I can say, bienvenue, uh, Denis Poisson. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's an honor. No thank worries. You. We're not going to do this in... Uh, we're gonna stick to English uh, still. <laughs> It'll definitely be easy. Yeah, for thank you. you. I haven't used French in quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I wasn't sure yeah, if yeah. Uh, how present uh, French was in your life. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm based in Poland. We don't speak much French here. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah. Well, I'm. Uh, yes, I'm. I've. As we were saying before uh, starting the interview, uh, I'm very very grateful for you to be here today um i think um yeah i mean there's many reasons why i wanted to reach uh to you um well i've been following your work for many years i'm unfortunately uh not as much of a bibliophile as you are this might be for financial reasons that's fair enough yes <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, all the all those the the the, the content that you put about your uh, your personal philosophy and uh, your practice has always been, um, I mean, uh, part intriguing and very enticing to me. But also, uh, I recognize myself 
um, at, at a, a more basic level, even though I'm not a, a magic uh, practitioner, um, I can recognize myself in a lot of what you're saying and what you're expressing. Um, and so there's three things that I can say that kind of pushed me to, okay, I have to reach that guy. Um, first of all, one of the videos that I, I watched, uh, I think the one, the one, what, it's probably one of your, of your most popular ones. Um, uh, what is magic probably or something? Okay. Do you have mm -hmm. one like Yes. Yeah, I yep. think yes, so. Yes, 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 and yes. there's a quote that's, uh, that's from you. <laughs> and it's, uh, magic is the study of the universe and then the practical use of that knowledge. And to me, that's, it's, um, it's basically mysticism in, in, in a nutshell. And um, this has been, uh, I, I could have replaced magic for mysticism. And for sure. me, it just applied perfectly. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the second quote from you was, uh, who needs God when you got a Yamaha CS80? <laughs> 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 that, that so, was a facetious <laughs> pull. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, that, I mean, it, yeah, yeah. you wouldn't have <laughs> but used yes. that specific yes. a term. So, that's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, so we're, I'm guessing both musicians also. So I, I thought, you know, I, I probably have some atom crochu, can say that in French, and yes. in English, I don't yes, know how yes, it yes. works. Yes, some, some um, common ground, maybe. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So, but more seriously, and um, I'm going to let you speak in a short while, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what really pushed me to, to finally do the move is uh, uh, your, I believe, not your latest video, but the one before. Uh, the one, I have the title, yeah, The Great Work. Alchemy's mm. Magnum Opus and the Divine Purpose. Mm. And... Um, uh, Especially because you addressed the the concept of the holy guardian angel mm. from a, a Thelemic maybe standpoint. You're, you're going to be uh, you can clarify that for for us uh, afterwards. But mm. and I, sure. I don't necessarily want to get into that uh, right now because I want to go in deep. Okay, sure. <laughs> so. Okay. There's another thing that I thought was really interesting with, uh, because right before you, the, my la latest interview was with uh, Douglas Batchelor, who, who you may know of the What Magic Is This podcast. Yes. And we did talk about this concept of the um, uh, Holy Guardian Angel, which is a concept I had, I had never really heard of. Uh, and apparently, I'm not, um, I think it's fair to say that he has a, a, a different uh, view of. Uh, this concept than than you and I don't want to put uh, words sure. in his mouth. People can uh, listen by the, by themselves. But there's another thing that's really interesting, and I'm, then I'm going to let you speak. <laughs> you mentioned also in another video of yours um, that well that you qualify yourself as, if I'm not mistaken, as a peren perennialist, mm. and. That's very interesting to me because the next uh, guest that I'm going to have, which I'm not going to reveal who it is for now, also describes himself, uh, themselves as a perennialist. And that's a concept that's quite new for me, too. Mm -hmm. So 
to start with, <laughs> so <laughs> that people so know you. That. <laughs> yes, it's. I just, just want to set the basis, mm. and and I also uh, I keep saying that I'm still very new at this, so uh, maybe fair I'm, enough. Of maybe course, it's crap, of course. I don't think we'll have fun eventually. Mm. For I think sure. that, yes, yes. There's some there's some All good right. stuff already. Yes. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> All right, so uh, perennialism. What is it? Well, bas just basically, what is it to you? And but also, how does it? Um, how should I say? How how does it shape you as a magician? Uh, if you can start with just a, a very quick, maybe personal um, definition of what it is, and yeah, I'm curious to see how you know all this comes together because a peri perennialist is not necessarily a magician, I guess. Not necessarily. Okay. Is that fair okay. To say? There's, there's, um, yeah, I made a whole video on the problem with my religion, right? And, um, and that's, that's really where I went into a little bit of depth in, uh, uh, around the, the word perennialism, because it's a problematic word. It actually is. Um, at the time when I was starting to discover the realms beyond the material realm, so we're talking when I was around 19, I uh, instinctively worked out that this, this stuff, all of this um, mystical stuff, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's call it mystical stuff, um, uh, defies boundaries. It is applicable to humanity as a whole, and I would even go as far as to say that it's applicable to all sentient consciousness. And the that's what interested me. I was interested in the universally applicable. Now, the universally applicable concepts that are explored by many religions are not the only things that those religions explore, right? So each religion, each tradition explores maybe an aspect of the universal, and it also has very specific things for, the, for and by the people that it is for and by. Um, and, um, uh, and, and those things are going to be applicable probably at a particular place, uh, at a particular time, and they won't be universally applicable, but they're important as a unifying structural um, way of being and, uh, and, and philosophy for, for going ahead in life. That... All of that is is very interesting to me, but it's it wasn't necessarily essential for me. And and as much as as I I I, I did find myself being fascinated, yeah, by the different um, the different traditions that I started to study after I realized that um, at least one of the religions that I had particular ideas about. Christianity was the first one that I studied, right? Um, and I realized that my ideas about what it was based on popular culture, 
based on the organizations that claim to represent Christianity, based on society in general, was very different from what I was finding written in, at least in the New Testament. I was interested in the difference between the New Testament and the Old Testament as well. And I was finding in there stuff that was clearly of its time and of that particular group of people and other stuff that was universally applicable. And that universally applicable stuff was fascinating to me because it was still relevant to me today. And if I tried it out and when I did try it out, it, it worked. It was, um, it was, it was mind blowing. And so I thought, well, if it's, if I misunderstood, mis, if I mis, mistook uh, what Christianity was so badly, then maybe I should look into Islam next. And I did. And then I found very similarly, there are some things that were very uh, useful for a group of people at a particular time. And there are other things within Islam which are universally applicable. And um, uh, and then I, I started looking into the groups of people who had really focused in on those universally applicable things. The um, uh, in, in Christianity, um, there was a... The, uh, I started finding out about the Gnostics. And in Islam, I started mm -hmm. finding out about the Sufis. And um, then um, I, I looked into Buddhism and found many similar things and, and Taoism and so on and so forth. And then I studied to become a teacher of religious studies. And um, I studied, uh, um, uh, I studied uh, uh, Judaism and I studied, um, uh, anyway, a, a number of other religions. And my interest was in the universal. And so I couldn't really call myself one thing or another. I couldn't say that I was a Christian. I couldn't say because, you know, certainly other Christians would disagree very strongly that I was a Christian. Um, I couldn't call myself, you know, I mean, um, Muslim simply means um, uh, surrendered, right? I mean, many people translate it as, as, as translate it as submitted, but I, I think the word submission is a mistranslation. I think surrender is a much better translation for for for, for what that word means. In, in my opinion, right? I mean, what? Mm -hmm. how, how can I have any claim on this? Because I can't call myself a Muslim, because you know, as I say, the 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 word Muslim means something very particular, and I can't call myself a Buddhist. Um, because, you know, I don't follow certain aspects of Buddhism as well. So what could I call myself? And I found um, uh, this, uh, I found, um, I, I'd been reading Aldous Huxley. I'd been reading his, um, uh, what was it, uh, A Brave New World. And I found that I really, really enjoyed that. And I started looking into a bit more of his work. And I found the perennial philosophy. And I've got this, uh, this, mm. this uh, first first edition uh, over here just just behind Ooh. me on 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 my favorite shelf you know uh there we go the perennial <laughs> philosophy and um uh, and i started reading this and i was like yes yes all of this stuff that's in this book this is the essential stuff that is um found in essential this is the universally applicable stuff and this is actually a problem right this word essential because um uh, well, I'll get the, I'll get into it anyway. I I I I thought okay, this is a this is a a label 
And I really hate labels, but the, people <laughs> do tend seem to like labels and seem to not like people who don't have a label. So, all right, fine, I'll use this label, like perennialism, mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. describe what I was, somebody who was interested in the universally applicable spiritual truths that are discoverable in um, in, in in at least um, the the major world traditions, and that are that are common to the major world traditions. Mm -hmm. um, then I started finding out about some of the pretty um, nasty people who had also used the term perennialism to completely, really um, um, misrepresent the point, right? The point of, of universality. What they were suggesting was that, uh, yes, there is only one tradition, and that is Christianity. And all of the traditions that came before Christianity were really proto-Christianities. And all the religions that existed at the same time and after Christianity, they were just takes on Christianity, but really it's all Christianity. That's a very different message from mm -hmm. <laughs> there is a central message to all religions. And, you know, it's, 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 yeah. So, so, um, those those uh, those those people who then started to call themselves perennialists um and and then also um uh, traditionalist was another another uh, misappropriated word to that originally was supposed to mean you know that there is a, a, a um like a fundamental tradition that 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 you can thread through yeah. all of the world traditions but again you know they they also appropriated this word to say no there is one tradition and it is christianity you know it's yeah and um and uh, and they they used this um kind of perverted philosophy to then um to then uh, say yeah like um the, the the jewish people they've got for example they've got kabbalah but uh you know it's the wrong form because it's not the christian form so we'll just take a kabbalah mm. because we're christians and we're owed everything and we'll <laughs> use it to suppress the, the 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 jewish people and so yeah just really really horrible stuff so do i still call myself a perennialist well i want to reclaim this word which is really the only the only label that I'm, I'm not even comfortable using it because, you know, because it means other things now, you know, it's, uh, exactly. it's so, so that's a tough one. <laughs> that's a tough one. <laughs> but hopefully what I've just talked about gives you an idea of what I mean by the word perennialist. Yeah. When I say that I'm, I'm a perennialist, yeah, I'm interested in the deeper stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I wanted to start with that because mm. um, I often find that, uh, well, for many words, um, people, they don't really argue. Uh, yeah, people, okay, the way I'd put it um, is a word is basically a, um, it's kind of a, a container for meaning. And yes. people, uh, argue of you know what should be put into that uh, that container so instead of just saying well maybe we could have two containers you know right. no 
to that. No, that's my, that's my <laughs> that's, word. You know? Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, so that's why personally, I, I don't hold too tightly to, uh, uh, the words themselves and, uh, yeah. but, but such a, uh, a, a term seems, uh, seemed, uh, significant, um, enough to be, uh, not explained, but well, yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. To, to, to get your, your, feel, your <laughs> yeah. And yeah. what I get, the, the feel I get from, from what you're saying is that, um, to tie, tie all this back to magic to, you know, actually starting to practice magic, mm. which is something I, we'll talk about it later, maybe, sure. um, <laughs> um it feels, to, but but it, it feels to me like um, magic, in a way, can be a, uh, a a manner of appropriating uh, all this perennialism um, and uh, or mysticism, call it what you will, hmm. uh, and put it in in actual action and also uh, in a very hands on approach, uh, hmm. which uh, to me is interesting because. You know, it's funny. I, 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 I'm uneducated. I'm so, or self-educated. I'm not formally educated, that's for sure. Uh, and I'm a DIY guy. You know, like um, I don't know what uh, planetary archetype uh, fits that the the best. Sure. But, you know, like I, uh, you know, and for me, like uh, I think looking back. Um, my the time I spent in in punk and grunge bands informed my spirituality way more than any book that I I, I read before, you know. Mm. Um, yeah, and I, I recognize that, that the spirit of DIY and grunge and punk in the um, mysticism and in the in in my view the truest sense, you know. So. And also, like when I listen to your to you speak about magic, um, you seem to put a, 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 a point to, to make it very important for people to start from their their own experience to try something. And even though the grimoire says that's not how you do it, well, you try maybe try, I don't know you know better than me. Maybe try the grimoire first. But then if it doesn't work, figure out your own way and try to adapt. Mm. The... Mm. So how would you uh, say that in magic, uh, in, a, in a practice in general, how important is it to, uh, to create or adapt one's own rituals? Um, uh, hmm. And if if so, if it's important, which I guess you should, you will say that it's <laughs> it can be important. <laughs> um, what's what would you say is the most important thing to be mindful of when kind of appropriating uh, the rituals for yourself mm -hmm. and your your own practice? It's a great question. I think. You'll be hard pressed to find a, a magic practitioner who doesn't believe that it's a good idea to have f um, 
maybe you won't be so hard pressed. But anyway, <laughs> um, I, I, most of the magic practitioners that I know and respect, there we go, um, will probably agree <laughs> that um, that it's a good idea to have followed a an established practice for a good amount of time before inventing your own. Mm -hmm. um, and this is because it'll give you an idea of, of, of what's supposed to happen. Um, and mm -hmm. if, if you're then, okay, if, if you're, I think it's like like pretty much any any skill. If you're um, setting out to become a cinematographer, right? Somebody who makes um, who, who holds a camera on a film set, and uh, you just turn up on day one, having never had any training, um, you're 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 unlikely to. <laughs> produce something of any worth. Um, and that's not because you're not capable of creating something from scratch. It's just that creating something from scratch is going to take you a long time. And day one is certainly not going to be your best work. And mm -hmm. if you've got no idea what has been done before, you'll spend ages reinventing the wheel. And you might not know something that like a, a, a trick that is um, that is kind of essential that everyone is doing and that is is solving all the problems that you've that you're encountering on day one because you're trying to work it out um, uh, uh, sure um, you, you might find that the end result in 50 years time of figuring mm -hmm. it all out on your own is is quite original right um, you won't be influenced by yeah. by any other uh, creator before you but um but you'll also probably not be making uh, what what is co commonly recognized as movies <laughs> um so in mm -hmm. the same way in in um in in magic like you 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 can start off on your own going okay what do i think magic should be and like imagining your own thing and working out that okay what i tried didn't work let's see what else i can do yeah still didn't work mm -hmm. okay let's keep going it still doesn't work well the uh, a, a really nice thing to do is to follow a system that already exists for a time right for for as long as it takes you to feel like you are at least at least good at at this system right mm -hmm. but then once you are, let's say, good at this system, I think it's important to recognize that this system was created by maybe a person, maybe a group of people, um, uh, and individuals are unique, and you are unique, and maybe the some of the details are not right for you, and you can intuitively sense that, okay, I can see what this is doing, but I can mm -hmm. also see that in my case, this other thing would work much better, right? So then, yeah, it's about, it's about um, 
um, well, then you might go and choose another direction and, and, and choose another path. And many people do, yeah. right? They, they go, oh, no, I'm done with whatever, Wicca. I'm going to go full on in the Tibetan Buddhist direction now, right? And, and they, they do. And they, they pour 10 years into that and they realize, oh, there's a lot of stuff that I was doing in the Wicca Lodge um, that, that are completely applicable here. I can see that, uh, yeah, all right. So this this particular aspect is done much more skillfully, but I need to understand this particular Tibetan way of thinking about it. I wonder, you know, what would be the best way for me? So then you can start mm -hmm. making your own your own path. Um, I have to say that I, I came to magic as a way of. And this is maybe going away a little bit from the from your question, Dominica. I hope you don't go mind. Ahead, go ahead. But I think it's worth sure. mentioning that I came to magic as a way of formalizing and verbalizing the mm. spiritual experiences that I was having. That I was having. Um, uh, as, as you as you know, it's it's very difficult to put into words a numinous experience. Right? You'll have an experience of something bigger than you, something beyond what the, 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 the usual day-to-day -day experience. And well, uh, since language was really created to describe selling and buying cattle, um, it's, it's not really appropriate. The, the, the uh, human language is not appropriate for, um, for, for talking about these uh, experiences beyond the day-to-day, -day, especially since mm -hmm. we rely for language to word to work, we rely on the person you're talking to to have had a similar experience to yours. Exactly, um, <laughs> and and so you can you can talk about it. If I talk about a. a, a a polar bear. I, I I don't know if you've ever met a polar bear. I'm ex expecting not unless it's in a zoo. But we've both seen polar bears on TV at least. And when I yeah. say polar bear, I've got the same thing in my head as as you do. But when I say the holy guardian angel, ah, suddenly are we talking about the holy guardian angel as he described it, as he described it, like as this current, um, uh, uh, you know, um, guy who's really, really heavy on um, on, on tradition um, is describing yeah. it, or as this guy who doesn't really care about tradition is describing, like, what are you really saying here, right? Because we, we, we can't, we can't check that we're talking about the same experience, right? Uh, yeah. Nevertheless, I, I got into magic in a, for, for, searching for a common language that's that's really what i was uh, mm. i was looking for and uh, and you know it, in the process i discovered that actually magic is a very rich very diverse very large very um very complex very um um very very yeah, spread over a, a, a wide variety of of areas and topics um uh, all of which I've, I've found fascinating, not all of which relate to the numinous, by the way. Um, mm -hmm. and, and it's been fascinating to me to find out about, um, you know, about, about more ground-based uh, magics and about, um, you know, just different philosophies altogether that, um, uh, that, that, um, that, that are actually common in many forms of magic and so on and so forth. So, yeah, yeah. There, there we go. Uh -huh. <laughs> that, that kind of went off on a tangent. Sorry, there, Dominic. <laughs> Please, I mean uh, that's um, it's 
all related anyways and uh mm-hmm. to me it's it, the more important thing uh <laughs> i was gonna say in the in an interview but in life in general is to connect with that 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 flow where you know there's no really any questions though, on where sure. what you should do or shouldn't do so yeah, uh, right right right, we're, right. i think we're still on the flow uh, okay. <laughs> I, to, to, to come back to your question, however, you were asking yep. why it's important to bring in your own your own flavor, and um, mm-hmm. and and actually, you started the question by talking by giving an example of uh, taking a a grimoire doesn't quite work, so you might alter certain things. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this. Um, listen a podcast that i heard like six or seven years ago maybe maybe six years ago now um and i for the life of me i can't remember who it was on this podcast i've been putting out feelers <laughs> i think it's you did you say a thing like this and everyone keeps answering <laughs> i have no idea what you're talking about um sounds like it could or may not have been me so i I just can't work out which podcast it was and i can't work out who was the guest but they were saying Mm -hmm. this they were saying when you are um, following instructions for calling out to a spirit it's important obviously to know what the what the tradition is what um what the generally accepted methods are right mm-hmm. um because that will be that will be that'll be good stuff um but it's also important not to think of it as a recipe for the following reasons or reason it's very much like taking someone out on a date and I love this analogy. You take someone out on a date, you pick certain clothes, you pick maybe a particular aftershave or or whatever, you um you pick a, a restaurant, like a really nice restaurant, and you you get to the restaurant and the date goes beautifully. The food is delicious, you have a really nice, uh, interesting, engaging conversation, um, and uh and you're 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 unavoidably attracted to each other like you 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 get closer over the delicious food and drink and conversation and it's just wonderful and you go home maybe to one of your apartments and there's a happy ending right uh, and and you think well great that's uh, that's that's my that's my uh, my recipe then right and then uh, yeah you're right if you were to repeat that like two days later you know, you turn up with the same clothes at the same restaurant and like, you know, your friend's going to be like, that's, that's weird. And then you like force the conversation into the same topics and make sure that you use the same words. And mm-hmm. like, that's not a guarantee of an exchange. It's not a guarantee of of chemistry. It's not a guarantee of, of, of understanding each of, of, you know, that, that relationship magic happening and, and Mm -hmm. talking to spirits is very much like that. So it's a good idea to know that this particular spirit 
doesn't like the smell of roses, right? It's a good idea to know that this spirit particularly likes, I don't know, mint or, you know, um, um, the color red or, or whatever, right? So you, you, can, yeah. you can then avoid or make sure that you bring these things, right? Um, but, mm -hmm. um, but it's one thing to know their preferences and to know what has worked in the past for other practitioners and so on. And it's quite another to um, obsessively follow a recipe, right? Because ultimately yeah. it's a relationship that you're building. Anyway, so that's, that's my, my reason for remembering that not to be following to the letter, um, to, mm -hmm. to, to, to use some of the things that you can see have worked um, and to, to, to ensure that you have at least the basic ingredients uh, but uh, but but it's important that it is you um, coming coming in front of these these spirits and and, and not just like a, a, a robot saying saying the right words yeah. that will make the the thing happen. Right? Yeah, that, that's that's my perspective. Many people disagree with me. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'd imagine so. I mean, um, well, I've been a. <clears throat> A spectator of the magic scene <laughs> for mm -hmm. some years now and i i know mm -hmm. that there's uh not to get into that though but uh, there's a divide between uh, people who say well whether you believe it or not whatever you're gonna like if it's if you do whatever's written on there in that very old book it's gonna work yeah. you don't have to believe you don't have to be invested in any way it's gonna work and others say well no you have to you know, so, but all this is, is it's, it's interesting because, uh, well, <laughs> the thing is, so far, all the conversations I've had, <laughs> they all come to one thing, one basic yes. thing, fun, very fundamental thing is, and it's, it's this notion of will. Mm. And mm. I hope that for my, um, well, for, for my listeners, if, if I really have them at this point, eventually I will have them. So I hope I'm not already bugging them with this, <laughs> like, this notion. <laughs> but you know, like for me, the this notion, the 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 idea of will, the the concept of will, uh, is so fundamental for uh, not only uh, to the way we interact uh, in the world uh, with the world. Uh, or at least that we believe that we interact with the world. Uh, but also, uh, it's important to know uh, what has will uh, over us, you know? Mm -hmm. And so a question that has come back for, for <laughs> many times, and, and I probably won't get the same answer from you than from a Taoist priest, <laughs> you know? Uh, but, you never know. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, actually, yeah, I, I, I take that back. We, it depends on the on the on the magician and the priest. Yes. Um, but so, in your in your in your pers uh, personal experience, uh, mm. do our entities self willed like? I should say this uh, quickly because I, I I am always based I I always start with my uh, uh, ex experience, and mm -hmm. in my I, in my experience I can't 
for at least for now uh claim without a doubt without any doubt that yes there are entities and well this i could say without 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 a doubt i think uh but that they are they they, they have a, a an independent will similar to ours um uh, as you know we we not not everyone changes in their lives you know like it a lot of people just feels like they're just shot out of, of a gun at birth and they just go yeah. <laughs> you know all the way to the end not asking any questions and you know like uh, yeah there yeah. you go the you know the life unexamined uh, yes <laughs> exactly but even those people i mean uh something could happen to them that makes them start um taking charge of their life you know mm -hmm. and um so but how i've experienced uh entities or even i could say the gods uh yes it's 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 a it's very straightforward and like it feels to me like the gods don't change their minds you know like it's uh And, and and I just want to make clear that my experience is very limited, so that's why I'm interested in in speaking with people like you, you know. So, but and I was really thinking about that question again because I was sure it would come back today, <laughs> and I thought, you know, like I'm I'm gonna have to put a twist on it this time uh, to keep it interesting. Mm. So, do you think the gods or other entities? Uh, have uh, an effect on our lives, even outside of ma uh, ma uh, magic functioning, you know, and maybe without us knowing. Because it feels like all this invocation thing and this banishing thing, it feels like you're, you're kind of uh, uh, controlling this flow of different energies. Mm -hmm. um, but You know, like uh, my 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 upstairs neighbor could decide to just uh, you know like break down my door with an axe, uh, and I've I didn't ask for anything, you know, like he. So, is that? Yeah, does that make sense? Is that a question? I think so I think <laughs> so. Um, maybe maybe. We'll, we'll, we'll approach it little by little, and I'll ask you for confirmation for the next part. <laughs> um, sure, sure. Let me see. Uh, I think it might be worth starting off with the, the point that the gods don't change their minds. <clears throat> and I think that that is um, true and false in... in um, from different perspectives. Um, mm -hmm. The gods don't change their minds. Hmm. Uh, so uh, let, let, let's, let's start off maybe with um, uh, the PGM, the Greco-Egyptian magical papyri, uh, which um, mm -hmm. uh, are really are, are I, I was certainly one of, one of the oldest Um, links that we have to um, to 
the magic that was being um, practiced uh, 1,600 to 2,000 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that the the many of the spells in those those papyri were precisely to get the gods to change their minds. They um, mm. uh, they 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 believed that uh, the, the 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 ancient Greeks believed that to attract the attention of the gods was a terrible idea. They they the majority of the ancient Greeks would actually um, spend their lives trying to avoid um, the attention of the gods, right? And they mm-hmm. believed that um, once you'd once you'd attracted the attentions of the gods, then um, then then that, that was bad news for you um, because uh, because then they would take interest in what was going on in your lives and they liked to toy with humans, um, mm-hmm. and <laughs> right. Um, but then there were sorcerers who understood this, but who also believed that they had the technologies, the spiritual and magical technologies to. Um, to force the gods um, to do their will, and and this is why you know a lot of the magic that's in the PGM is completely uh, unacceptable to, to 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 most modern minds. You know, it's it's like you you can't speak that way to a god. Like a lot of it is is kind of insidious. It's like okay, um, uh, you 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 say everything that you know about the god to really get the god's attention. Like you, you say all you say all, all the gods' names, well known and secret, and then you say, okay, I also know that you did this and you did that and you did this and then you did this, and so this is all part of the invocation, right? Of the evocation, excuse me, right? So you're you're, you're calling the god, and you're basically saying, hey, mm-hmm. I know you, I I do know you, I know your name, I know what you've done, I know where you are, I know where you were born, I know who your parents are. Oh, and by the way, I also know who your children are, and I'll make sure that they suffer if you don't do what I asked me to do or what I asked you to do. So it's really like horrible, horrible stuff. Right? But this is <laughs> this was the kind of thing that they were doing. So, so, um, so, so, so I, I'm not sure I can follow you with the gods don't change their their minds because actually this is this this was. Um, uh, this was commonplace. This this kind of this kind of magic was fully um, uh, condemned, <laughs> but mm. uh, you know, and 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 feared. But nevertheless, it was stuff that worked. Um, so mm-hmm. so that's maybe a, like a a, a preface. <laughs> um, uh, then then let's come back to to, to the, the the core of your question, um, uh, which yeah. was. Um, well, maybe you could re- restate the core of your question, Dominic. Yep, absolutely. Because uh, I'm well. I mean, basically, I'm curious about how the, how the will of the gods, or, or I'm saying the gods, but I mean Just, any disincarnate yes. disincarnate entities. How does it work, and how does it differ from us, yes. from ours? And uh, so, so there is there is. Thank you, thank you. And so, so there is clearly a, a way of um, of of having an effect upon the gods, in the same way as the gods have an effect upon us. But 
um, mm-hmm. um, and gods and, and and entities, by the way, right? And any a, a disincarnate entity, exactly. I I I guess the core of the question is what is a consciousness, right? <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> I, I can go into what I think a consciousness is, and, and mm-hmm. it, it may be of interest, right? Because like. What do I know? Of course. But this is my best guess. I believe that consciousness arises in places where enough information is stored. I believe that um, information can be stored um yeah, inside a inside a, a living body, um, mm-hmm. DNA is the the most dense um, uh, information uh, that 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 is known to mankind, um, mm-hmm. and um, I, I believe. Okay, maybe going back even further to the to the really the the, the core. I am at the core. I am essentially a an idealist in the philosophical sense of the word, um, Mm -hmm. as opposed to a realist. So realism in philosophy is when you believe that there is matter and consciousness arises out of matter. I am an idealist, which is the concept that the universe is an idea. So the universe is mind. Mind is mm-hmm. the, the fundamental building block of the universe. It's mind, not matter. And matter arises out of mind, not the contrary. Right. So, so this mm-hmm. is, I think it's very important to state that from the start, because most people <laughs> are realists just by default without thinking about it. It's a, it's an assumption, right? There mm-hmm. is matter and mind arises out of matter. You put the, the matter in the right configuration and it creates creates consciousness, it creates mind. Well, yeah. I believe that actually matter, yes, exists within mind and and matter works inside mind at large. Matter can work as a, um, as a an antenna for consciousness as a receiver mm-hmm. of consciousness. And as I say, um, it works as a receiver for consciousness when there is enough information present, sim- simply. Mm-hmm. And therefore, your tarot deck, which um, which is a, a full representation of all the possible experiences of the universe right in in codified form symbolic form um 70 78 cards which which divide everything in 78 cards Mm -hmm. is actually conscious right and so your um your your copy of the iliad right which again um uh, includes all of the possible things all of the possible situations all of the possible mm, life experiences in single sentences um is conscious so when you when you do biblia bibliomancy and you Mm -hmm. you're asking the eliad a question it can give you an answer because it's 
conscious. Um, and, mm-hmm. and consciousness can arise in a thought form, right? So f- thought forms are very popular um, since the uh, since the theosophic um, um, society misappropriated the oh. idea of the tulpa, um, and completely missed. Oh, a- that's what happened. <laughs> I didn't. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mistook what <laughs> oh, that was okay. supposed to be, and people ran with it, and it seemed to work. So, yeah, cool, fine. Uh, started making mm-hmm. okay. um, um, servitors and so on, and so forth in in chaos magic and so on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you've got a thought form. It it's. It's it it gets con- consciousness. It, it it receives consciousness despite not having a material presence. It's got um, yeah. it's it's it is nevertheless conscious. So I, I mm. really like Lon Milo Duquette's tagline for his book uh, uh, Low Magic. Uh, he says, "It's all in your mind. You just don't realize how big your mind is." And, you mm-hmm. know, and people really attack him for that. He says, they, they say, you know, it's not all in your mind. I, I called a, I called a demon to physical presence and it was there in the room with me. And I know yeah. I, my answer to that is you didn't read the second part of the tagline. <laughs> like You don't realize how big your mind is. It's all mind. It's all mind. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. everything is, everything is within the mind, right? The, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the great mind, including our idea of our local self, right? There are my call the lower self. Yeah. yeah. So for me, oh. magic, as I've, I, you still, yeah. Uh, uh, for me, magic, um, uh, as I've, as I've um, experienced it over the past decade or so, has been a realization of this lower self and the higher self. Of course, the the higher you go, the more you get to the mind at large, to the to the all, right? Um, yeah. All being one, right? And um, uh, and um, a, a, well, a lot of ceremonial magic, at least, being about uh, the unification of all the levels of the self. Just simply that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully that goes I, some way <laughs> towards answering. Well, I mean, I mean, uh, I'm 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 more interested, anyways, in in kind of the the meta uh, answers to those questions, and I think you've answered it uh, beautifully. Because there's um, uh, if we if we take it apart, there's much more information in what you said than just by analyzing it. Uh, on an intellectual level so it's all good and also you are um we're still in the flow because we're going to the <laughs> thing which brought me to you and uh we're at 52 minutes now so uh, i don't know how tight you are uh, on your schedule i'm, I'm good anyways. i'm good i've, I've got nothing oh, okay, nothing cool. planned after this Apart from going right. to bed, I don't want, I don't want to make the, the show too long. But uh, okay, cool. It's good to know that we're 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 chill. We're chill. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, because we're we're going back to the to what, uh, as I said at the beginning, uh, pushed me to reach out to you was that that video about um, uh, the. I'm sorry, I have it. What is magic, right? Um, it, 
Oh, the great work, the great work. The great work, oh, for sure. And the great work and the, the especially this notion of the holy guardian angel. Because hmm. um, that's, uh, well, not only that was a, uh, it flows very well from the, the last conversation I've had with hmm. my previous uh, guest. Hmm. Um, but also, you know, I've been very curious and, as you could uh, see in that last question too, uh, about, yeah, like, um, if I'm, if I'm speaking to uh, my higher self, let's say, sure. uh, am I, you know, addressing and, and cause it sounds it, it, even, even when I was listening to, uh, uh, to uh, Douglas Batchelor, and when I, I listen to you talk about the Holy Guardian Angel, maybe I'm wrong, but it's, uh, and you'll correct me if I am, um, but it feels like something, yeah, I'll say it like that. It feels a bit like an outside entity. Uh, that's, you know, like kind of like, uh, I've been interested I would say mostly in the last few years, and to the the concept of the of the diamond, which I guess, yes, uh, yeah, that, 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 that kind that, of fits yes. together. Maybe it's the same mm -hmm. thing. Actually, I don't know. Yeah, so, yes. uh, in fact, Fratuacher wrote um, "Holy Daemon" uh, uh, precisely on, oh. on this topic. Yes, yeah, I recommend it okay. if you don't know it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Well, you know, that's and this this. Uh, <clears throat> I can say that I, I I feel like I have a diamond, you know, like a, he has a name, he has uh, his symbols, you know. Yes. Uh, he's kind of a jerk at times, but uh, <laughs> yes. mostly funny because, you know, like I... I'm 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 not bragging, uh, but I I I got rid of a a lot of uh, pride and ego. <laughs> so <laughs> when you get tricked by a trickster, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, you can laugh about it, you know. Uh, but still, uh, I, and maybe he's gonna really get back at me for saying this, but I'm not sure a hundred percent if it's an external uh, entity or if it's really just a part of my psyche, you know? Um, so, and, uh, okay, there's, I'm going to try to word this because I, I had like three questions that I, I, after reading them, I was like, oh, that's basically the same question. Hmm. Okay. So I'm starting from a, you know, like a non-dualist, perspective i i, I uh, sometimes call myself a, a recovering uh, non-dualist <laughs> sure <laughs> because it 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 uh pushed me into nihilism and um i had my experiences with that and uh it was very painful uh but now i'm back from those experiences uh much happier than i i was but still uh, uh and it's interesting because I, in a video, I've heard you say, I think I have a quote here, that early magic philosophies and theosophies are replications of Hindu non-dual tantra. 
uh, which was very interesting I to me because early, but certainly the seventeenth century. And um, yes, uh, um, yes. Okay, maybe I I didn't uh, type it right. <laughs> so uh, to me, I will I will say that it's my uh, my non dualist standpoint on life or or or. Uh, apprehension of life that it it's what keeps me from um really getting into an actual magic practice you know because it doesn't feel like there's specific things that i have to do that i've I have to decide to do and to put my will into and to do the rituals and the, mm -hmm. the read the books you know there's i i don't have this will that's strong enough for anything to push me to do all those things maybe it's just a matter of interest i don't know but also it's it's i think it's interesting and i'm going to get back to the holy guardian angel uh, <laughs> as quickly sure. as i can <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> So yeah, so for a, I can't say for, okay, for me as a non-dualist, action and will is uh, in a way problematic. Mm. Um, although I don't feel it as a problem really anymore because I, I just do what feels right to do, you know. But um, if I connect this to this, the holy, uh, holy guardian angel, and the notion of the higher self. Um, I can't re uh, reconcile reconcile it <laughs> with, yeah, with my own experience because, uh, and also I did. Uh, um, where is it? It's an. Uh, oh yeah, the thirty-minute mind expansion uh, exercise that you've done. I, I've done it right. yesterday. In, really uh invested in it and uh it's all going to be in the show notes by the way for people who want to try it and i strongly encourage people to do so i was actually uh, about to bring that up the uh, the 30 minute oh expansion. amazing yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> essentially because I, I get to the, to that point where i feel like maybe i'm get, get, getting towards that higher self mm -hmm. and all this the words they just disappear there's nothing. It's just, it's just life that's there, yes, you know? Yes, yes. So uh, <laughs> how can I decide anything based on that? You know, like, yes. uh, okay. I've been going on long enough. So do you, do you need me to, uh, kind of, Oh, no, no, no. I've got so much to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> Sorry for if, if it was a bit long. No, no, no. Um because it's 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 fascinating stuff, isn't it? I mean, like I it's, it's the 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 most fascinating stuff. That um yeah. that 30 minute mind expansion uh video which was basically a um a, a, a a ripoff of <laughs> of Dennis Gap Genpo Merzel's um, big mind process, and oh, um, I was curious I, to, I, what, I to where you, it, you got it yeah. um, at the okay. at the beginning of the video at, uh, about oh. you know about about the, the the what happened with that and um, and and the reason why I was making a kind of an off brand version. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and um, when I first did it, maybe twenty years ago, I guess um, it was it was like a like a light bulb moment, you know, like a um, um, like like an experience that you only really need to have once, and once you've had it, you kind of understand a lot more about how everything works kind of thing. You don't need to stay mm-hmm. in that state um, of, um, how to say, of, uh, of, of transcendence, because that's what it is. You, you, the, 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 the I, I'm not sure whether to, to spoil the last step because kind of like, yeah, I didn't uh, want to say a little too bit much of either. the, um, yeah, that's right. A little to, bit of uh, the, um, it, yeah. of, uh, of of the mechanics of this process is is like not really knowing uh, where you're going with it but um but anyway there some people and not everyone by the way but some people who who follow the process all the way through properly and actually follow the steps the way they're supposed to follow them um uh, have a have a uh like quite a spiritual experience of realizing that they are more than just themselves, right? Mm-hmm. I think I think that's that's probably a, a reasonable way of putting it, and um, and to realize that this is what you are all the time, even though all the time you only really identify with this little local self, right? Mm-hmm. So. So, um, I think maybe if I if I come away from from that that experiment just to to, to leave its mystique, so that people can actually go ahead and, mm-hmm. and do it, and and go yep. with um, maybe a metaphor of a dream, right? Um, when when you're when you're having a dream and you're 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 doing certain things, and there are other people in that dream. And um, and uh, you can interact with those other people, and they will say things to you, and they might be kind to you, or they might be act really violently towards you, or whatever it is. All of that is you, the dreamer, right? All of mm-hmm. all of these characters, they haven't come from outside; they've come from inside you. They are aspects of you. And so, um, mm-hmm. um, and so, I, I take that metaphor out into the real, to the real, <laughs> to the waking world. Let's say, um, and mm-hmm. um, and 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 I and I propose that in fact we are all aspects of the dreamer, and therefore we are all one thing. We are all the same thing we are even though it seems on the day-to-day that we're separate entities and this is true for non-incarnate entities we are one they are part of us in the same way as we are part of them but on the day-to-day it seems like we are separate in the same way as it seems that you and I are separate, but nevertheless, we are all all one consciousness being, yeah, being pulled to, to particular 
poles maybe to particular you know centers of attraction centers of 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 yeah like like receptors receivers but it's still that same yeah. one consciousness that's being shared um mm -hmm. and and uh, as receivers we we build up identities for ourselves don't we and we say okay this is my identity this is who i am this is what i do this is my profession this is um who i who i like this is who i don't like this is um you know etc etc we build up these identities for ourselves and um and uh yeah sometimes those identities are strongly contended like sometimes they're shattered um mm -hmm. uh, and it's um it's it's a very difficult experience um uh, most people go through their lives believing that they are only this identity right they're, they're nothing yeah. more nothing no, nothing additional um mm -hmm. Uh, and so the holy guardian angel um you know is it is it something separate from us yes yes it is it's something separate from our local identity mm. but it's not necessarily something separate from our self our full self and this is something that i really appreciate about many of the magic traditions that i've studied um is that they place the human, not as something to be rejected in the same way as many of the um, uh, esoteric uh, forms of the world religions do. Most of the world religions, when you look at their esoteric um, cause, they say the body is bad, the material world is bad, and we need to transcend it. We need to leave samsara we need to mm -hmm. escape um uh, the um uh, the, the 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 archons uh, and and get back <laughs> to the monad we need to you know etc so th th this is essentially what they're saying right uh, material bad spiritual good and actually yeah. most of the ma the magical traditions that i've been studying over the past yeah maybe maybe decade and a half maybe a couple of decades now um mm -hmm. what they rather suggest is it's all it's all it's all essential there can't be one without the other <clears throat> mm -hmm. and as humans our role our 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 place in the universe is at the nexus of all the realms we have access to the spiritual realms we have access mm -hmm. to the material realms and we have access to the infernal realms if they are indeed separate from the heavenly realms um, <laughs> um right um and yep. <laughs> and uh, it's it's all it's all our um we're the bridge to it all right so so um um so yes the gods and the let's say celestial entities have a say on what we do but as magicians we also have to say that's great but you don't know what it's like to have to pay a bill because you've never been incarnate you don't know what mm -hmm. it's like to have a family with responsibilities you don't know what it's like to have people who rely on you to go and visit them for christmas 
which means that you can't go to Tibet to meditate for seven years. You know, you you yeah. you don't know what it's like to be to 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 have a human life. So, as much as I don't just appreciate, but actually follow what is being sent from from uh, from from my the higher levels of the self right from from mm -hmm. the higher realms from the gods um i also have a responsibility to say can it be done another way <laughs> because <laughs> the way that you're suggesting it's not going to work out not in not practically not in real terms so let's find another way right so i also mm -hmm. have as a as as a magician i also have a responsibility not just to push back but to work together right to to uh to find solutions that are that are the right solutions for the whole system not just for yeah. the higher self yeah amazing i love it <laughs> i mean um you know, it's 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 uh, for me. It's kind of funny because when we we get into these uh, very deep conversations, I mean, you you said it uh, earlier when sometimes when we we describe the numinous uh, the words words are failing us, and so my goal generally, uh, whether uh, with the book I wrote or when with these conversations, is is it's it's kind of due to it's kind of to do the opposite to to bring it back a, a little to mm -hmm. this this game that that's uh and i know some people for some people it life doesn't feel so much like a game and i understand that and i don't mean any disrespect at yeah all. of course uh and i i also know how it feels that well if if that's a game that's a really fucking crappy game after all you know? but <laughs> but anyways uh so it, that's what interests me you know that old that old zen trope you know chop uh, chop wood carry water you just come yes. back and do the same that you did but now it's it's kind of different you know but anyways it's different so yes, yes, I, yes. I i love I like how that. you put it because it's uh it in you know of course any discussion like this will end on at one point at well it's all one anyways so, but that's to me that's kind of the boring part i mean yeah, yes, yeah i know yes, yes. i know and i mean i know that a lot of people they 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 have and it's um, some of those people who haven't got there they can do things that i will probably never be able to do so it's not a, a judgment on anyone sure sure but a lot of people they they haven't got there uh no. to the we're all one part you know completely um, but a lot and, and a that's lot okay us, may, may, yeah totally and yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, a lot of us but uh, i think more people have experienced that than we might think because yeah. uh generally i uh, this kind of experience can 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 lead someone to not um word very strong ideas because we understand yeah. that everything's so nuanced and com complex yes. so so i guess uh anyways but i uh, listen uh 
I kind of want to roll it back and because we're getting to the end. I mean, for sure, we could talk for hours and I would love that. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, And I'd like to to uh, to end on a a kind of a a lighter note, although it was uh, I'm I'm about to describe something that was very dark for me, but uh, it was over 25 years ago, so I'm good. Uh, but okay, so <laughs> um, I can't remember the title, but you can. Uh, th- I spent the whole day yesterday lis- listening and listening again to uh, videos that you posted for research, you know. I'm sorry. Uh, and, <laughs> listen. But it, like I, as I said, I, like a lot of it was re-listening. So, man, it was okay. Just okay, don't worry about that. Um, and there's one that where you describe a very personal uh, experience with. I'm and I'm not going to uh, describe anything about it aside from the fact that it's mind blowing. It's a mind blowing yeah. experience. I know that if I had, um, yeah, that would have fucked me up for a while <laughs> if that happened yeah. that had yes, happened yes, to yes. me <laughs> so uh again i can't remember the title of the the, the video it's but it's something strange happened to me okay something cool. it, strange it, happened to me. it's gonna be uh, and, and i i concur that it's it's pretty strange uh and it's gonna be in the show notes for people who want to watch that but it made me think and I just want to put it out there like very lightheartedly. But it made me think of a, a, a story that happened to me, which was not as well. It, your story wasn't necessarily fun, but it was at the very least interesting. But to me, it was OK. So <laughs> it was about uh, I was a, I think I was around 19 or like 18, 19. And by, back then, my parents uh, had um, a little, uh, how do you call it? Um, it's not a cottage. It's kind of a uh, like a trailer, like in the woods, like okay. on a place where like, um, anyways, they, they spent pretty much their whole uh, uh, summers there. And they left me the key to their place uh, saying, well, you could come back once in a while, take the, you know, so that it feels like there's a presence in the house and so get, don't get robbed. And, uh, well, I realized uh, later that they always also left the fridge very uh, full. <laughs> so it, it was kind of a little sanctuary uh, for me when life got uh, tough. It was pretty d- dark uh, back then. Um, so one night I'm extremely depressed. I'm um, not doing good. And I have $5. That's all I have left uh, in my possession. Uh, And I think I'm going to go to my parents. They have a big bath. I'm I'm 6'2", so uh, like a a deep bath is very... Nice. uh, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So, and I had a dog... I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, 
Yeah. It's a rare uh, occurrence that you can yeah. <laughs> submerge yourself. <laughs> sure. So I thought, you know, I'm going to take my $5. I'm going to go to uh, my parents' house. Uh, I'm going to take a, a bath. And then I'm going to go rent a movie with my $5. And I'm just going to relax. And that was very important to me to do that uh, at that uh, specific time. <clears throat> Um, and also I had a dog, a big dog called interesting, interestingly enough, it was, uh, called shadow it wasn't a name that I gave him, but, um, so I get to my parents, uh, get undressed, get into the, the, the tub and my, uh, my clothes, I left my clothes in the, um, in the living room. And the dog wasn't just walking around. So I relax. I'm getting mentally ready to just to figure out what movie I'm going to get or something. And, when, and then I come out of the, the bathroom and I see something near my pants. That something was a, my, my wallet. I was there and outside the wallet was a $5 bill completely destroyed by my dog. Oh. Oh. Like there was, there were other things in that wallet. There were uh, like an old library card that expired like a whole bunch of oh wow yeah the dog no. shadow shall i say who is a great dog by the way but took out my wallet from on my that pants, day. took out that five especially on that day yeah mm -hmm. took out the five dollars and just chewed it mm. um so, so somehow i kind of felt like it had that same feel of I didn't ask for anything though. Yes. Contrary to what your your story, but so just like um I'm just curious, like what happened? What do you think happened, man? <laughs> and I, I'll accept uh, I have no idea, but I'm just curious, how can something like that happen? And I, I thought I'd ask a magician, you know. Because <laughs> I've never figured it out, you know, like, why? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Um, um, if, if you had had some kind of realization from this experience, then <laughs> I'd be able to say... So that you could have this experience or this yeah, realization. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really what expecting a, an answer. What a, um, you know, like, oh, I, I can, I can absolutely, but I mean, it, that doesn't seem like a coincidence, does it? Yeah, it, it doesn't like it seems so personal. Yeah, exactly. So that's, you know, that's I, I kind of fell to my knees and was like, 
who, why? Like I, at first, like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, why is my dog possessed? That's what I thought. It can't be him, you know, like he's not that bright, you know, he doesn't know what a $5 bill is. It doesn't right. smell like dog food you know, or anything. So, Funny, isn't it? Um, yeah, you know, I can I can imagine some some answers <laughs> that some people might give you, but um, but no, it's it's it it wouldn't be for me to explain this one to you. I think that this is for you to explain to yourself. <laughs> yeah, um, I know, I know. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, thought, it's, you know, it's like a uh, maybe fantastic we can... story though. <laughs> do do it's like do do ain't like do demons possess. Uh, dogs oh. <laughs> do demons possess dogs um, <laughs> um I, i'm sure that you know dogs get possessed by all kinds of entities in the same way as we do and you know whether we ask for mm. it or not just just you're quite, quite right um and uh and and maybe something was trying to catch your attention um it mm -hmm. seems it just seems to me that um if it had been the right way to attract your attention, maybe they would have succeeded. And maybe mm. they have, or maybe they will several decades later. Um, yeah. But, um, uh, but, uh, but yes, that, that does. You, you, I mean, it's a, it's a very good point, isn't it? You, like, what's the, what's the limit? Like, what is the, what is the, the quantity of, um, of, uh, of, of coincidence when it stops being a coincidence and seems to be something more than a coincidence. People mm -hmm. are constantly, you know, writing to me comments and, you know, getting, getting into my DMs and asking me, hey, I saw three planes in the sky today and this morning when I woke up, it was three o'clock. What does it mean? And I'm like, it doesn't mean anything. Like, yeah, get yeah, more yeah. sleep. That's what it means. <laughs> um, <laughs> what can I say to you? I mean, you know, people. Some people really, really want to find meaning where there is none. But then, occasionally, mm -hmm. there'll be a story just like the one you told, uh, where mm -hmm. it just doesn't seem reasonable, right? It seems yeah. more reasonable for there to be an explanation than for it to just be coincidence right and um mm -hmm. and uh, but but yeah it's difficult isn't it like what is that quantity what is that quantity what is that um that, yeah that that that, that, uh, that well, barrier that makes something i kind of uh, i kind of have my answers for that uh meaning uh uh well that's that could be a very long uh, discussion oh, for sure. <laughs> all this notion of of synchronicity and all the, uh, mm. to me it's a language and and sometimes there's a, a feel that kind of even departs from just coincidences or uh, anyways, that's another a hundred percent. Yeah. I'm sorry. I hope I didn't ruin uh, the end of our, cause on I the mean... contrary, on the contrary, I, I love this idea. You know, <laughs> like for example, uh, my wife was, I was having a chat with my wife over breakfast this morning and she said to me, can I ask you a personal question? I'm like, Yes, please. Like this, this doesn't sound like a usual conversation. So yeah, let's, let's do it. And she, she goes, the other day you said that, um, you've been told under no, um, uh, in no uncertain terms, not to get rid of a particular book. 
right? So there's this book that's been on my shelves for maybe two years. And at the mm -hmm. time I bought it, it was, um, you know, it was going to be the next big thing. I bought it and um, people were really angry with the book at the time it came out for various reasons, right? They were, mm -hmm. they didn't get out of it what they were hoping to get out of it. And so mm -hmm. I'll be honest with you, I didn't even bother to open it. Right. It's just been on my shelf. It's just been quite a nice looking book. So I just stayed there just, just for show. Right? I don't have many books that have stayed on my shelves just for show. This one, for some reason, had stayed on my shelf just for show. And I was looking for some space on my shelves to fit some other books. And um, I've got a, a pile of books in the corridor that are for donation, right? Just because I because I, I I get many books in regularly and I have to mm -hmm. let out the ones that I know that I'll never open again right so I have to I have to make some space on the shelves and I was looking for some space and and this one particular book which will remain unnamed um, uh, just uh, it was it was there and I thought you know what it's time I haven't heard anyone mention this book for the past two years um I've got a negative impression from the bad reviews that it got at the time that it came out. I'm not going to make a review about it now. I'd have to actually get into it, read it. I I know from those reviews that it's not good. Uh, at least I think I know from these reviews that it's not good. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I'm not I'm not going to waste time on it. I'll just I'll just donate it. And that afternoon, on my Discord suddenly everyone's talking about this one book that really has not been mentioned for two years, two years, right? And on the day that I decide to literally take it off the shelf and put it in the corridor, and it's there in the corridor, right? And mm -hmm. I go onto the Foolish Fish Discord and, yeah, uh, everyone's talking about it. And I'm like, <laughs> I've heard it's not very good. And they're like, oh, my goodness, are you kidding? No, 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 this is essential. I use it all the time, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Okay, like anyone else uh, feel differently? No, no, I love that book. It's uh, it's the only book that does this and the only book that does that and so on. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> I mean, if you know, if that's not a sign, what is kind of thing? But um, mm -hmm. uh, um, but yeah, you know that this is a sign. You know that you're being told to do something in these uh, circumstances, and in other mm -hmm. circumstances, you don't know. You just you, you just feels like um, yeah <laughs> there we go <laughs> oh no, it's, okay it's, it's a good one to finish um, i'm so sorry i can't give you a, a definitive answer on what was happening with that five no 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 i wasn't expecting that i mean uh yeah because to me like uh i mean we went so deep on so so much stuff and to me i know it's, i know uh, it's part of the it's it's i don't mind seeing part of this all this mysticism and magic and stuff like that as a bit of entertainment too i mean it ha it could it can be fun you know like it, it one doesn't be. preclude the other you know <laughs> like just be. go towards what yes. feels right and i think as uh as much as i love getting into the like the yeah the deepest of experiences uh i mean i love a, a like a a fun ghost story as much yes, as anyone yes, else. You yes, know? Yes. And to me, that's, it kind <laughs> of sure. falls into that category. So I, I wasn't looking for, a, <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> nice, nice. Very all nice. right. Wow, like all the the conversations cause just keep getting longer every time. <laughs> I love it so much. I'm so I'm so happy that you 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 uh, you accepted this invitation. Oh, it's been a tremendous uh, amount of fun and uh, and a, and a real pleasure. Thank you, thank you, Dominic, for having me. I feel I, I really and, feel honored. I mean, it's uh, it's great. Thank you. Uh, you the very so, very best of luck luck going forward with it. I'm sure you'll do very well. I, I, I hope so. I'm, I'm, I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to do the same thing that I did with uh, Mr. Bachelor last time. And I'm not going to uh, forget to ask you, where can people can find you, <laughs> Mr. Foolish Fish? <laughs> uh, right, right, right. Well, I'm, um, I'm, I'm on YouTube. That's my, that's my home, really. That's mm -hmm. where you'll be able to find all my videos. I do book reviews. I do uh, book overviews. I receive, um, yeah, recently published books. And I do two-minute videos where I show you what you'll be getting if you decide to buy it online, which is what most people, unfortunately, have to do. You know, most people don't have lovely esoteric bookshops on their doorstep, so they do buy them online. So, And sometimes they like to see what the physical thing actually looks like, what the, what the table of contents is and so on. Sometimes they do full reviews. And um, every other Saturday, or as close to every other Saturday as possible, I um, do a, a, a thought piece right, where, where I just talk about a concept that I've been thinking about this fortnight um members get to see that uh, members for, from patreon so the foolish fish mm -hmm. patreon uh get to see that one week before everyone else without any of the extra visuals like i like to add like gifs or gifs depending on how people pronounce yeah, yeah. that and um yeah and memes and you know <laughs> just visuals and um <clears throat> and b-roll and so on and so forth to keep things entertaining but some people don't mm -hmm. like that and they prefer just me talking to the to the screen and um and members get that as i say one week before the um the the, the fully edited video goes out um uh, to the public um mm -hmm. uh, what else i do one to one um conversations one to one consultations i do tarot readings and um uh, actually many people just call me yeah, just for just for a quick tarot reading, but they what they really want is to talk about their practice and where they can take it next, or maybe they're just getting started and they want some recommendations on which direction to go given their own mm -hmm. background. And um and yeah, as I say, I've I've read a few a few books um and um uh, on the topic and I and I can give like uh, very personalized recommendations that are going to be right for that specific individual so so um mm -hmm. um uh, so that yeah that's one of the things that i'm really enjoying doing at the moment um i'm i'm on facebook um i'm on instagram as well but i i have to say i i'm i'm not very good at uploading on instagram <laughs> other than to say uh yeah there's um there's there's a promotion on or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I I wish I could be a little bit more active on on Instagram, on uh, at mm -hmm. least on on Facebook. I 
I, I let people who are following me on Facebook know whenever there's a new video coming out because, yeah, the YouTube algorithm can be a little bit uh, weird like that. If you subscribe to a channel nowadays, there's no guarantee you're going to see any more of their videos, but just it'll yeah. be giving YouTube a, an idea that you like videos maybe like this at some point. Um, so, mm-hmm. yeah, the, uh, the, the, the bell button is essential nowadays. And then what? And um, my book is out, of course. So, uh, so this is the uh, uh, the transcript. Yeah, that's, of, uh, that's something we didn't get into, unfortunately. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> uh, wow. but, uh, but that's all right. This is the uh, the second edition in in green, which is, as you can see, it's just really, really lovely. It's um, gorgeous, yeah. Uh, and it's transcripts <laughs> of um, wow. well, some of my most essential esoteric Saturday videos. And oh, cool! I just reached down over here. There's a there's a paperback uh, version which is also um, on sale at the moment, uh, or not on sale, but available to to purchase. Right, so uh, being great, sold. Great. Right now. There we go. Yeah, it's kind of a nice, nice, um, nice, nice quality paperback. Right. Yeah. Anyway, quite cool. uh, from Black Letter <laughs> Press. It. Um, and that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's, um, that's, it. I think that's an overview. Yeah. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, that's a lot to, uh, that's, um, uh, a lot to keep you enough to keep you busy. <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect. So, uh, well, I mean, thanks again. Uh, you know, speaking of, we were talking about, uh, signs and, uh, synchronicities and stuff. Um, I don't have any tea left. Ah. So that's the sign we have to. Finish. It's a sign. It's a sign right there. Yes. <laughs> Love it. Dominique, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much again for having me Thanks on the show. You. It's been really lovely. So you've made it to the end of this Hopscotch Chronicles podcast episode, and I hope that you've enjoyed it as much as I've enjoyed doing it. And I thank you so much for your attention, and I hope you, uh, you're benefiting in a way or another from this conversation. So if you'd like to follow my work, whether on this podcast or my uh, personal work, you can go to Twitter or X and follow me at Domi underscore Valet, D-O-M-I underscore Valet. Same username for uh, Instagram, if you prefer that platform. You can also go to the official website for the podcast, which is hopscotchchronicles.com. And if you'd like to support the podcast as well as my personal work, you can do so by subscribing to my Patreon. The address is patreon.com slash Dominique Vallée, D-O-M. I-N-I-C Valley, V-A-L-L-E-E. There you'll find video and audio versions of the, uh, the episodes without any commercials, as well as special episodes on every Sunday where I take my Sunday afternoon tea with you guys. All right, thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep reaching for the light.